right? Episode 72, I think. Yes. It should be 72, but we may end up... No, no. it's 72. It is? Yeah. Because that's going to fuck with you if it's not. It's, it is. <laughs> I have a system. Clearly. Yeah. Sorry. I know you're not a system kind of person, but I am a system kind of person. I don't even know what a system kind of person is. I'm trying to say I'm not organized? No, well, no. You're like one of those people that you get to the right answer, but you did all the work in your head so you don't get credit for it type of thing. Yes. <laughs> you didn't show us like how you arrived there. You sound like every math teacher I ever had. <laughs> I know. I knew that you were going to be like... I was like, yeah, it's all in my head. I certainly aren't cheating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that you're cheating right now. I'm just saying, like, you're very... Go with the flow. Like, whatever comes to me kind of person. And I'm like, let me have a checklist. And you have your checklist. I know. So, let's follow it to a T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really excited about this episode because the main topic, how, how, like, how would you even, what would you say the main topic is? The main topic? I, I mean, I think that we kind of have two main we, topics. We do have two main topics. And you feel I, like they relate. I feel like also though, that the main one may end up going the whole time. I see. We, so we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't make it into the checklist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's what we're going to talk about is how to achieve the best orgasm, right? Is that how you would say it? Yeah, that is exactly how I would say it. I have yeah. actually here in the checklist, I have how to have amazing orgasms. Yes, you do. <laughs> Right at the top of your check, checklist. So we'll talk. We'll, yes. you know, we'll end up talking about how to achieve that as yourself, by yourself as a woman, by yourself as a man, and then together. I'm so excited to talk about this. I know. I think it's going to be awesome. I do too. Like, if there's one thing that's in my fucking wheelhouse, it's orgasms, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah. I can't wait to get into it. I'm like ready to dive into it right now. I but know. I know that I know that <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve myself for like five minutes. So uh if we have time and you know, I don't think it'll be a very long conversation anyway, the sexual, you know, talking about sexual prime. Um, if we get to it. Yeah, absolutely. Which first we have very differing opinions on. So if we don't talk about it in this episode, we will Coming up soon. I, do we have very differing opinions on it? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. I think it just depends on how you're describing Prime, but whatever. Um, differing opinions. So let's briefly talk about cat-ass woman. Yeah. Am I, I getting off the hook? Oh, Am I getting off the hook? Yeah. Sorry, I skipped one of your one of your <laughs> list items. No, you're definitely not getting off the hook. Go on, have at it. Sing your song. 
because <laughs> this fool sang this song for me the other day. I'm pretty sure she just made it up as she fucking went along. And it's kind of an amazing song. Oh, man. Okay. So if you can't laugh at yourself, then um, you're doing life wrong. So uh, I started singing this song as a, what is it called when you like steal the tune of another song? Reminition? No, not a reminition. Remix? I guess kind of a remix. Yeah. A remix of, I don't know, some childhood song. But this is the explicit version because it was in joking reference to my pussy lips post pussy pump. <laughs> and I apologize in advance to everyone for my horrible singing voice. Um, but here it goes. Uh... <laughs> okay. I need another drink. <laughs> Do your lips hang low? Do they wobble to a fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Can you throw them over your shoulder like a continental soldier can? Do your lips hang low? Why did you just salute? I don't know. It felt like the right thing to do. You're a fool. (sighs) Did I I miss any like lines in that? I think that was perfect. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think I got it. I think I got it all. I think that was more complete than the other day. <sighs> no, it wasn't because you made me sing it like four times the other day. Yeah, but oh you kept God. like making things up as you went along. No, I wasn't. I just sang you the original after I sang you the remix <laughs> mashup. All right. You're Sorry. all welcome for that. Yeah, I apologize. Now, I hope on, you're laughing. On, <laughs> oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> I was fucking laughing hysterically the first time I heard it. I was like, what is this fucking chick talking about? Yeah, I know. They're all probably going to feel the same way. Okay, cat ass. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, steal your thunder here. By all means. No, 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 no. I'm saying I was apologizing to cat ass. Oh. Feeling her thunder. She was so excited. Um, So I guess briefly, this woman... we. Because of, I think it was two episodes ago, How to Take a Good Nude. Mm -hmm. Um, Sparked a lot of conversation on my media. And this woman messages me. It was like the first thing I looked at one morning. She messages me and it's a picture and like a paragraph. And in the picture, she's like on her knees. You can like see her ass and if you zoom, you can see her tits, whatever. But so naturally, I don't go straight to the paragraph. I go straight to the picture. And the first, what? Pictures are worth a thousand words. I mean, and I'm looking at this picture and the first thing I noticed, I was like, oh my God, there's a fucking face. (laughs) There is a face. It looked like a cat face. I mean, ears, nose, eyes, fucking everything. And it's like right in your face. It's the first thing you notice. And I felt so bad. I was like, man, I feel so horrible. This fucking girl probably doesn't even know she's got a face on her ass. Well, then I read her message. And she certainly knew she had a face on her ass. And she didn't want me to share the picture. But uh, you got to see it. And I made you wait till to read my story that day because I was like, you got to see this picture before you read the story. Yeah. 
Are you looking yeah, for it? I am. I'm trying. Yeah, I, I was trying to find it right now, but I can't. And it's fine. I don't remember what day that was, but um, yeah, I guess that I'm just here to vouch for him and say that it's true. The, this woman had <laughs> this woman you. had a face in in her back <laughs> ass. Very attractive like, girl, but she had a face in this particular picture. And it was, I don't know if it was because of the way that she was sitting. It, it, this was all dimples. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like, they were like dimples in her back and ass area. Right. Fucking hysterical. That shit had me. I mean, I was beside myself cracking up that morning. I was yeah. so relieved when she was like, there's a face on my ass. It's like, <gasps> thank God. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. It, yeah. And then I told her, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was like, it's taking everything in me not to draw a face on that. And she was like, well, if you do show it to me. And then she ended up doing it and she drew like a perfect cat's face on did her she, ass. Did she draw whiskers? I don't remember if she had the whiskers or not. Oh man. I, yeah. I can see it. I can see it all. It's the first thing I thought when I saw it. It looked like Hello Kitty on her back. Yeah. It does. And you know what they say about Hello Kitty and bitches? What do they say about Hello Kitty and bitches? If she's over 18 and owns anything, Hello Kitty, get that bitch in bed immediately. Nah. And when I say what they say, that's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Always said that. Have you done that? In my fucking, in my 20s, I was fucking this girl and she was, she was a nut and actually probably the only actual nympho I've ever dealt with in my life, which is difficult. But I went to her fucking house one day. This is like at her father's house. I go over there to like fuck her while he's at work or some shit. I am not exaggerating. I walk in this bitch's bedroom. Mm-hmm. The whole bedroom is pink. And there, there is not an item in this fucking room that is not Hello Kitty. Ew. This is like from childhood, though. She's staying in her parents' house. Like, it's not. she's not going to take that shit with her when she moves out. No, because I'm pretty sure she was living with her mom and her sisters before moving in with her father as an adult. So this was done as an adult. Granted, she was a few years younger than me, but she was definitely over 18, probably closer in the 20 to 21 range when I started fucking her. But she was a lunatic. I mean, fucking lunatic, legit lunatic. (laughs) But the sex was fire as fuck. (laughs) Hence why I say, yeah. Anyway, I didn't even tell you this next one. I don't think. I, I like, literally asked you, are there going to be any surprises? It's on the fucking list, but I don't think... Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. No, I don't know the story. Settle down, <laughs> list Nazi. Jesus fucking Sorry, Christ. sorry, sorry, sorry. I take it back. I literally asked you if you were going to go off the list. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck. What is wrong with you? I'm going to catch so much hate for this. Okay. <laughs> Good. Because I'm sick of these motherfuckers being on your dick about it. Being on my dick about it? Yeah. In a good way or a bad way? Did you? Yeah, you were just sold just the other day because of med school. That's why the podcast, dude, it's so good. Because of med school. (laughs) Fuck out of here. 
<laughs> I wish I could take that kind of credit. <laughs> anyway, no, you are definitely a breath of fresh air on here. So okay, stop. That's about, it. that's about all you're getting from me. <laughs> Tell me your story. Um, so I'm at this I'm at this barbecue last weekend, and I'm gonna set the scene a little bit. It was like a friend's house, and they had extended family over there, whatever. So there's a whole bunch of people over there. And one of the guys there, I guess, hold on. Okay, one of the guys there is a cop, and he was there with his family. I know the guy. You've met the guy. Whatever. He's there with his kids, and one of his kids, his daughter, over 16, I'm assuming, because she was driving. Um, but So somewhere in that age range. She's still in high school. and she's like a total cowgirl, like a hundred percent, like total cowgirl. And I'm telling you that because it plays into the story. Okay. So there's another guy in town. He is the father of, of uh, the owners, the owner of the house's grandchild, whatever the father of the grandchild. So he's a relative as well. <laughs> I know. A son. <laughs> it was Anna's. It was Anna's daughter's ex-husband. And his, oh, and his okay. daughter. So it was a son-in-law. There it is. But they're divorced, so. Ex-son-in-law, Even who still better. comes around the fam. He was there with, with the, the granddaughter. It's a long story, yeah. whatever. Sounds healthy. Anyway. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude, first of all, is big as fuck. He uh, is a professional bodyguard. He was a bodyguard for Britney Spears for a long time. And then he was a bodyguard of Taylor Swift's for a long time. Like this is a very large man. And for some reason, I guess he had met the the 16 year old girl before or whatever. Okay. Because he had clearly had like previous contact with this girl's boyfriend, like through a phone conversation or text. And he, he's making the girl call the kid and he's on the phone with this kid. Like, you better bring your ass here. Like, you better come here and meet me like a man. <laughs> oh my God, what? Wait, but his relationship to the 16 year old is like, what? There is, there is a relationship there. Family? Right. There is something there because actually, the, the parents of the girl are the okay. godparents of his daughter. They are okay. his his ex wife is related to the to the cop. They're okay. they're they're like close like that. All right. So he's probably known them for years. I yeah. I have not. I have not known any of them for years. Yeah, it it shows right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've known his ex his ex wife for years. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets this kid to finally show up. And first of all, he goes outside and won't let the kid come in the house. Like it is like grilling him outside. So I was like, everybody, everybody should stand in the window and just stare at him. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm sitting out there with the, with the cop, the father and you know, my friends or whatever. And I was like, watch what I do when this fucking guy comes in. And they're all the like, kid? yeah. <laughs> oh my God. This poor fucking kid. <laughs> I don't. I... He finally gets let in the house. Okay. First of all, not a cowboy. Like, 
almost like skinny jeans not a cowboy yeah he had skinny jeans that are black well he had on skinny sweatpants and a sweatshirt he was not very dressed for the occasion um but he would he came off as preppy no 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 kind of effeminate Mm. a little bit oh okay um very timid you know okay I mean, who wouldn't be? Yeah, for sure. But in that scenario, I I don't know. Looking at the two of them, I'm like, how does that even work out? She's such a cowgirl. Fair. Anyway, so (laughs) he he finally gets let in the house, and we all come in from the deck and kind of like just kind of bum rush the area type of thing. Yeah. And I walk up to this kid and I go, Hey, who the fuck invited this fucking jerk off? <gasps> oh my god! But very loud, like very loudly. This poor kid. <gasps> he, he was. You I are mean, a bully. You're bullying a sixteen-year-old. Well, the whole the whole point was was to make sure that he knew not to have sex with the girl. Pretty much is is what I, it was my take on it type of thing or not to hurt the girl i guess i don't know whatever what 100 and then like i don't know 20 minutes later they have him sitting down at like this huge fucking living or dining room table and he's at the head of the table and he's just getting grilled oh my god buddy's gotta run i walk in there no girl is worth all that (laughs) i am sorry especially not at 16 like fuck he took it all like in stride. He took it. He was a good sport about it. Good. I walk up and I'm, I'm standing behind him. It'll serve I got my hands someday. on the fucking back of the chair and I'm just tap, 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 tap. On the back of the chair <laughs> that he's sitting in? Yeah. This poor kid. Like as if you're part of the family. Like, Oh, I may not be part of the family, but I can tell you when we were leaving, the fucking father, the cop, like, yeah. and uh, it's always good to have a cop on your side. He was like, "Hey, thanks, man." <laughs> I was like, "I got you, dog. Oh, <laughs> I got you, dog." <laughs> so that's my story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well then. Well then, you ready to do this? You ready to jump yes. into this? Yes. Are you kidding me? I've been. So ready. All right. Well, how do you want to jump into this? How to have amazing orgasms. Subsection. <laughs> Men. <laughs> too too clunky on the delivery or... <laughs> I'll work on that. I'm sorry. This bitch, she just read her own shit word for word <laughs> on her list. Um, how to achieve the best, the best orgasm. Well, let's start here. What, what do each of us consider to be an amazing orgasm? And I'll start. Okay. Since you have men down first. But <laughs> let's start there and we can. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. For me... I feel like the longer the orgasm is, is probably me achieving like the best orgasm I can have. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but also, I guess the intensity. Yeah. Do you have like a strength, like an inner strength of contraction type of feeling that makes it better? Oh God, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. Like you, any, any man that ejaculates can feel like you can feel your prostate pumping, pumping. The okay. Fucking coming. Okay. Can you not feel that when, when you have your hand in that area and I'm coming, you can't feel the. No, I can. I like, can actually. Yeah. One of my blowjob tips from like day one is to cup the balls and lightly have your palm against yeah. the taint area because that's where the, the prostate is pumping. Don't put pressure on it, but have your hand yeah. just slightly there so the, the prostate can push off of it almost or bounce off of it. Yeah. That definitely makes the orgasm more intense. Um, the yeah, things, that's a good one. The things that you have started doing in the last... However long we've been fucking around, like you actually do like, I, I don't even know, a massaging motion on the taint area when I'm coming or about to come or whatever. Yeah. You've been doing that for a long time. Um, and it definitely like that increases the, that 100% increases the. Length in, or the in, intensity or something else. <sighs> Probably the intensity more than anything. Yeah. I feel like for length, I got to like not come for like three or four days. Because. Okay. There's just well, more. and that was where I was. Yeah. I was going to get there. So, yeah, I think, I think the longer, you know, the, the longer I save up, the, the more, you know, obviously there's going to be more coming out. And the, the more that comes out, the longer the orgasm is going to be. And the longer the orgasm is like, the better it feels. Yeah. Now, some things that I've learned in the last, I don't know, 10 or so fucking years um, when it comes to masturbating is like, this was a very, this is a very good one that hundred, like hundred percent of the time, it gives me an insane fucking orgasm. And I, you know, figured all this shit out in masturbating, but hundred percent use it during sex as well. Okay. But the whole like relaxing your body completely. And it's really hard to do because you have to think about it. Yeah. And when you're about to come, like I feel like it's very difficult to remove your mind from that orgasm and from coming to focus instead for a second on relaxing. See, I'm sure. Well, I feel like like orgasms for women are like equal parts mental and fucking physical. True. Like for me, it's not like if I'm, if I'm to the point where I know I'm about to come, like mm -hmm. nothing's going to stop that. Mm. So I put myself to that point. Well, maybe back up a little bit. Edging always fucking helps have. I was going to ask that you keep okay. stealing all my questions. You're reading my mind. Sorry. Um, edging for sure. Um, even when masturbating, like, but we can get back to that. You can ask me a question about it. Uh, so relaxing your body completely. And I'm, first of all, I'm talking about being on your back, jerking off. And then like, right when you know you're about to come, like just relax your whole body, stop jerking your dick, just relax. Like, Take a deep breath and then just exhale it. Relax your whole body. 
let your body trigger the orgasm for you rather than more or less like pushing it out or jerking your dick till the moment it starts to come out and through that. Let your fucking body induce that fucking orgasm. I promise you, you will have an insane fucking orgasm and it'll change your sex life to an extent and your how you jerk off. Mm-hmm. Um, now, after you start, your body starts to come, 100% jerk your dick, What do whatever the fuck you do normally, mm-hmm. but just that few seconds, like, don't do nothing. Just let it come. It's a fucking insane feeling because you can literally just feel the cum going through your body up in like your ball region up into your dick. And it, for some reason, it makes the prostate pump harder Mm. by letting it do itself. And really that's like, you know, that's definitely, I would say the prostate and the ejaculation itself, like, Yes, one and the same, but also like work hand in hand. Like the prostate, you're getting just as much enjoyment from that thing fucking pumping as you are from like the cum shooting out Anything. of your fucking dick. Yeah. So that's definitely like one of my big tips for, for masturbating. And, and I use, go ahead. So I was going to ask if, like you just kind of described this relaxing and stuff in a setting of um, self-pleasure. How would you apply that with a partner? How do you apply that when you and I are fucking? Like, does does a concept apply? How does it work if you're fucking me? How does it work if your partner is sucking your dick? Um, well, I mean, works the same. Um... I've done it a million fucking times when you're blowing me. <laughs> I know it's just, that. It's just it's, like, it's, it, I feel like it's easiest to relax yourself completely being on your back. Um, but you can still do it. You know, you can still do it standing up, whatever. I don't know if it. I've like, seen you do it missionary a lot. Yes, you have. Um, and because that's like one of the ways I like to come is like when you come. You start to come and then like watching you come and making you come like I can come from that. And I will like it's no bullshit. It's one of my favorite things to do because I'll be inside of you. I will stop completely. Right. You stop moving. And I know I'm like, oh, it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) I, I stop. I stop moving completely. And your pussy starts to pulsate you know, viciously on my dick and it, it causes my, you know, it causes my orgasm, but I just stop and I just let it, I just let it start to, and you like can feel the cum coming out while you're not moving because the orgasm hasn't been induced yet in your prostate. It's just fucking leaking out. And then it just hits like bang, Mm -hmm. boom, 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 boom. And not moving my whole body. Whereas like when I was a kid, if I'm coming, like I'm fucking the shit out of you and like blowing us right right this blows that shit out of the fucking water yeah i think go ahead no no i was gonna say i think i've noticed similar things if you're coming on my face or if i'm if i am sucking your dick 
that there are orgasms and times where I know that you're focusing really hard on it. And I can always tell because before you actually start having the like uncontrollable, like needing to needing to thrust and needing to jerk your your dick and stuff, because eventually that like does take over. But before that hits, when you have totally relaxed and it's going to be one of these amazing orgasms come starts coming out or pre-cum or whatever it is starts coming out of your dick and almost like dripping out mm-hmm. before the, sh- the shooting and mm. shooting massive amounts mm. conversation legit is making my dick hard i knew um, it would <laughs> oh did you he knew yeah. it uh, well, I don't see it on your list. So what why is it? it mock med school day? Like what? <laughs> Isn't it on your list? Gets dick hard. I mean, that could have been in parentheses at least. Like <laughs> it'll be a subsection of the subsection next time. Okay. okay. Um, I, I'm sure there's plenty more things, but one more thing that I can say. <laughs> <laughs> um, intensifies my orgasm and like i started to say before like i know this is not a thing for everyone some people's nipples don't do a fucking thing for them but like my nipples playing with my nipples while i come will a thousand percent like make my orgasm that much better and harder yeah um but i know that doesn't work for everyone i think on a level it definitely works for you um, yeah, it does. I've read stories about, like, I've had women message me about being able to come straight from nipple play, which is fucking crazy. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy to me. But, Every time I read that, I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> but enough women say it. I figure it has to be true. Yeah. Like, I I've, I tried it a few years ago. I thought I might be able to. I had, I had a woman there, wow. like, quote, unquote, helping a little bit. Um, I thought I might be able to achieve it, but I couldn't. Um, mm. But I've never like truly tried, but I don't think I could. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I don't think you could either. Yeah, but but there's science. There's like some science to this, and you were the one that told me about this. So. <laughs> Like, Our first night ever meeting, and I was like, <laughs> "It was." That's what I thought it was. It was our first night meeting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was our first night. I told you about this, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna want to know about this or not." Like, you're probably gonna be like, "What the fuck is this bitch talking about?" And you were like, "No, like." Oh, I was like, "Oh, this bitch, is, this bitch is a keeper." <laughs> Legit, that was a hundred percent my thought when you you like start dropping knowledge because you know. yeah. No, so we were talking about nipple play just over drinks and casual conversation the first night that we were meeting. Um, And I guess I should start by saying I have no idea whether or not this connection is founded or not, but I know that you feel it tingle in your balls when you play play with your nipples, and I feel it tingle like in my pussy, in my like groin region, you know, I would, when I, I play say, with, when I, I play with my nipples. And so this was something that like 
they teach you about in the first week of the first year of medical school type of thing. This is like embryology, embryology 101 type of thing. Um, Cause we all know what that is. Uh, whatever. It's, it's basically learning, we can about, it. <laughs> learning about development in utero. So the okay. fetus inside of a woman and I mean, you learn about the development of every little itsy bitsy bit of the body. And one of those things that you learn about is the nipples. And the nipples are on what's called a milk line that runs basically from your armpits down across your chest, all the way down to your groin region. And I guess that I probably should have started in the opposite direction (laughs) (laughs) because because the nipples, the nipples, like the tissue that forms the nipple actually starts in the groin. Um, and it ascends along that like quote milk line toward up, up through the abdomen ish area, you know, up angling out, like it's going to go toward the armpits and stops in the chest and doesn't quite make it there. And so that's how you wind up with like, people with accessory nipples that are like on their side, but below. That's really a thing. Yeah. I've seen people like that at like pools and stuff before. So Chandler Bing really did have a third nipple. I don't know who that is, but it's so (laughs) plausible. Only half the listeners will know it's from friends. Oh, oh, (laughs) sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but. Like that was something that I had seen before I was in medical school. Um, But yeah, so like to me, I read that and am learning about that once upon a time. And my first thought is, oh my God, that's why when you play with your nipples, you feel it in the groin. No idea whether or not that is founded knowledge or a founded association. But I can tell you that when I play with that tissue and when you as a man play with that tissue and you feel it in your balls, in your groin, Mm -hmm. and that there was at one point a connection there and basically a tissue line that, that ascends upon, I don't know. It makes sense to me. Well, I mean, the asshole is part of that as well. I think. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the nipples, my whole genital region and asshole, I feel like are hundred percent connected in sensitivity and feel like if I'm rubbing my nipples, same thing. It's like the whole genital region, asshole included. Um, I'm personally not somebody that's into things in my ass, but I a hundred percent, like that's another thing that'll make a fucking orgasm. Very intense is like rubbing the asshole. It's like a, third nipple to me um, <laughs> for real Not no just, i love that no i, I know i all right i'm i want to stop before i get too much into like achieving it together because let's go to women first and then we'll go to achieving it together okay yeah sure that's good so that works for me i th- i feel like i've said at least every like the main ones that come to my mind i feel like i've okay. got those out I, yeah I guess, uh, let me add a couple more. Go for it. Like the dickhole trick, obviously, that has been talked about for years. Like that. Yeah. Penis head manipulation, like that shit will intensify an orgasm, but that's 
Oh, creams. I was going to, there are certain creams out there ah. that um, I've come across. You and I are mm-hmm. like on to a few. Um, and they like, they can intensify it to the point where it's just too intense, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's, we'll save, we'll save all that for the, the couples. Okay. So let's hear about all right. you and your orgasms. Okay. I'm going to do my best. I don't know that I am going to be, I don't know that I'm going to have my thoughts put together as well as you have here. I'm not sure that I necessarily have yet unlocked all of the potentials of my body. And maybe that's part of this is just like, it's all learning. Telling people and giving people the initial base of an idea of how to explore with their own bodies and how to tune into their own bodies and what works just for you or just for me might not be exactly what works for them, mm-hmm. but that maybe these ideas are things to spiral off of, of how they can start thinking about sex differently or paying attention mm-hmm. to sex, how they please themselves or how they please their partner or how their partner pleases them in a different, like thinking about that in a different way. And maybe that will help you with your orgasm and your next level up amazing orgasm. Now, with that being said, I think I am still exploring mine. But what I have found so far is, I guess defining what an amazing orgasm is for me. Um, I think it's somewhat similar to what you said in length and strength, basically. Uh, The longer and the stronger I feel like, the better I consider them. If it brings tears to my eyes, then you know know it was a good one. Um, And that happens a lot. Yeah. Especially lately. Um, So for me, I think that something in the last couple of years in focusing on my orgasm, what I have really been able to experience a noticeable change in is the length of my orgasms. I feel like when we met, my orgasms were on the longer side compared to the average woman. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I would say. Well, I, no, I feel like they're pretty average. Pretty average. You when I first like? met you, because it's when, changed when we first so met. much. And it's, now they're like. They can be like a minute or longer. Yeah. Like I and feel like you, I've seen you have an orgasm last two minutes. I feel like that too. I feel like that too. We would have to check the tape and the timestamps, but I definitely feel like that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But let me, let me tell you how, because that is one thing that I feel like I could put words to what I do differently and how I am achieving that. And for me, those long orgasms come from when I start to orgasm. And sometimes even before I start to orgasm, I'm enjoying it and basking it up and just like loving how good it feels. But I'm 
thinking about the next orgasm after that. And so <laughs> <course you> are. <laughs> I know, I know, but, and so I'm sitting there with whatever, whatever toy I have on my clit or with your mouth or like it, in whatever, whatever situation I'm in, when I'm orgasming, I'm thinking about having another one right on top of that one or right after and not taking that toy off or not pushing your head away and basically not letting myself succumb. I know, but basically not letting myself succumb to the intensity of what an orgasm is. Like I think that the instinct when you start to orgasm is it's so, it's so intense that your first instinct is to take the stimulation away. And Mm. even if you take the stimulation away, you're going to continue to come. It's like, it's kind of like your point of no return. Like Mm -hmm. once it's there and it's happening, like the point of no return for a woman, I think is a little bit harder, but um, harder to get to than for you. But there, there does come a point where once you're there, like the orgasm is going to run its course. But once you're there, if you rip the toy away, like it's going to run its course in a few pulsations and then it's going to be a little bit sensitive for a little while and then it's going to fade out and it's going to fade out quickly. But I feel like in you forcing me to keep keep toys on and keep the, yeah, and continue that pleasure. Mm, Yeah. continue that pleasure. It's something to work through mentally, but if you hold it on, force yourself, just continue to enjoy that and bask it in. And as that orgasm is starting to fade, think about orgasming again. And when I think about orgasming again, that seems to prolong my current one. And sometimes, rarely, I would say what? Like, less than 10% of the time, less than 5% of the time, do I actually have like a back-to-back orgasm when I'm doing that? Would you agree? Say that again? Are you saying 5% of the time you do or don't? I do. I'm saying that like like less than, I'm saying like 5% of the time or less will I orgasm truly back-to-back. Okay. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more than 5%, but yeah. Okay. I I would agree with that. Like I'm talking about, okay, I'm currently orgasming and I'm saying mentally, I'm thinking, come again, come again, come again. Okay. All right. Usually it's within a minute or two, maybe not directly. I'm talking. Yeah. On top of it. Okay. Right. I'm saying like 5% or less of the time, does it come directly on top of it? Normally there's a, there's a pause from right. one orgasm to another where either I have to remove the stimulation or I have to have some type of like major mental exercise to get myself there again. But that's not I, the point. Hold on. But I was My, just about to say that. I was just about to say, I can tell like when I'm forcing you to hold it on there on high because you've just yeah. come. Yeah. And you struggle. Like you struggle through that shit because of the intensity. Yeah. What, what gets you back to fucking being able to handle it, at least visually from what I see is you having to relax yourself. You having to just, okay, I got this type of thing. Yeah, definitely. No, that's very accurate. But I don't think that that, I don't think that that is 
necessarily related to the one orgasm at hand and intensifying the no, one orgasm. No, no that's a different. That's a different yeah, yeah. story. I think I'm saying, okay, while I'm having my current orgasm, I think about having a next one, a second one, but only. of the time, let's call it, do I actually have a second one right after that? The other 95% of the time, all that that's doing is prolonging my current orgasm. Hmm. That's what I'm saying is that, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not a woman. I don't know how women orgasm, but like the actual like telling, like what you just said makes sense. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't visualize it personally because yeah fucking man but (laughs) yeah and then this whole concept of like relaxing your whole body that he talks so highly about and so fondly of it's still kind of new to me only very recently has he been challenging me to totally relax right before i come and i would say i'm like 50 50 with it um, where half of the time it, I have orgasmed and I have orgasmed really hard and really long. And like, I've been able to pull it off. And the other 50% of the time, it's just like my timing is off or something because then I have wound up losing the orgasm and having to like build back to that point. Do you think... Do you think, like, because I, I make everyone ask permission before they come, but do you think having to ask permission, thinking you're that close, and then me telling you, I'm not answering you, but saying completely relax your body, like, do you think that possibly throws you off? I think, but I mean, potentially just because I have it so ingrained in my mind that, like, if you tell me, if you don't tell me yes, then, like, I'm not allowed to come type of thing. And so with every time I ask permission, there's always that little like mat in the back of my brain. Yeah. That's saying like, you might not get this. (laughs) 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 Oh man, that's great. Um, It's interesting though. In like the relaxing thing, I've been doing that for God knows how long. And I literally just started doing that with you in like the last couple of months. Yeah. I don't know why it didn't occur to me prior to that, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, everything that you and I are saying, and I think this is what has made the sex life that we have like so fucking amazing is a few things like knowing, learning and knowing your own body like that is fucking priceless like be and i'm not just talking about sexually but you should be as in tune with your own body as you possibly can because your body will tell you everything um but the 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 conversations the conversations i have on my media the conversations you and i have at the end of the day it's about fucking creativity yeah i think you and i have like you come to me with things i come to you with things like we need to try this, we need to do that. Like these are all like base, like baseline for good sex life, good mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I guess we can now jump into 
achieving best orgasms as a, as couples. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I take pride. <laughs> I take a lot of pride in um, getting women off. Like it's hands down. It's my biggest turn on always has been, which had me thinking earlier today, like why in the fucking world? <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not. So when I, when I first fuck a woman and, this only happens if I really want to keep fucking them regularly. I put in 1000 goddamn percent. Like I'm trying to own that shit. And I, I mean, I will say me like ripped bleeding pussy and all you made sure that I still got off after all that shit. <laughs> now you're stealing my thunder motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. It blew because I was just thinking about this today. It blew. It's funny that you said that. It blows my mind that, like, I knew the second I fucking met you in person. I, uh, I knew prior to that that there was a solid chance we were gonna have good sex, but the second I met you, I was like, I hundred percent want to keep fucking this chick. And what are you doing? <laughs> and it blows my fucking mind that I decided first night I ever fucking met you. Literally have never fisted a woman in my life. <laughs> I've never had the desire to. But for some reason, I decided to try to fucking fist you. Probably before I even put my dick in you. Maybe not. Hard to tell. Hard to remember. But. It's a possibility. I didn't rip your fucking pussy. I'm not sure how you're still around. <laughs> I'm not sure how you gave me a second go on that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> But you yeah. said, and I did get you off. So that was, thank God for that. Yeah, you did. And it was well after the ripped pussy that we decided to put in a pussy pump after. You remember that? Oh my God, we did. Yeah, you did. And I remember thinking to myself, God, I was so passive. <laughs> It was such a good sub that night. <laughs> I remember thinking to myself as we put it on, like, it's going to bleed like a motherfucker. And then when you pumped it up, it didn't. It was when you took it off. <laughs> God, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> So fucking bad. Yeah. This is a huge tangent. <laughs> it is. Um, so let's try to get back on this. Yeah. I think that where you were going with this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that a huge part of achieving better orgasms as couples is being in tune with your partner. As much I, I as you it. are with yourself and um, sorry, I lost my train of thought now. Well, it, it's interesting to me because, and I, I think like, I think this is at the basis of um, women that actually know how to suck good dick. Like you're in tune. You, you were in tune with my body from day one. And I think I was right there with you from day one. Yeah, but how do you explain that to someone? Like, I think that's what I'm I, struggling with. Is like, okay, how do I, how do I teach this? 
for me to someone else for me it like i i can i can be in tune with anybody sexually if if we are being sexual um because i know how to fucking read bot like i can read the body language i can read the reactions and that's really i think how you learn somebody is like like I, I never asked you, hey, how do you want me to eat your fucking pussy? I eat your pussy right. several different fucking ways, and you come right. in all those fucking ways. And I know which ones you're not going to come in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. part of like part of what I'm saying. And I, I've, I've said this a million times on my media, like being in tune with the person you're fucking is, it, it just makes the sex that much better. I know, I just feel reciprocated. like. Yeah. Yes. I agree, but I guess I'm just saying that I think that to someone who isn't you or I, um, you know, learning how to be in tune. Yeah, but how do you explain that? I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I thought I just did. (laughs) No, it's a it's a vague and general statement to say, oh, like learn how to be in tune with your partner. Well, okay, let's talk about this then. Um, If you if you're not able to figure out, like you know you know how we met like we we talked for a couple months before we met in person i got no problem like no problem i i have no problem asking the questions having the conversation one of the first things i'll ask them how do you get off i want i was gonna say like i want to know if if it's vaginally i want to know if it's clitorally i want to know if it's fucking both i want to watch you masturbate I want to see how you touch yourself because that's I'm going to touch I you the same fucking way. Was gonna say yes. I think that that's huge. Is like because I I remember after the first night you asking me like, do you suck all dick this way? And I remember <laughs> being caught off guard by that question because I was like, like, I don't really know you like that yet, and I was like, <laughs> no, I, like. I don't know how to answer this, but, but no, like I just do whatever feels like right for the person. And I feel like how I knew where to start with you before I even met up with you in person was from watching you please yourself. And I watch how you touch yourself. And then I try and, mimic that the best you, I can with my mouth. Damn, you do a damn good job. <laughs> and it wasn't something that, you know, until you and I dove deeper into that I even realized that I was doing. Like it wasn't conscious. It wasn't like I was sitting there studying like your jerk off videos. Right. I just it was just something that I felt like I internalized and then, you know, that's a base to go off of. And then from there. I, God, I'm, I'm doing it too. I'm saying like, ah, oh, from there, like you just read your partner, like, and forgetting well, that. I mean, okay. Like you can't just say that. I like, I feel like I can't just I, say that and have well, everyone people, get I, that. I feel like, I feel like the people that are going to get it are going to get it. Some people aren't going to get it. That's why I'm saying like, don't be scared to have a goddamn conversation. Like, even yeah. if you're already fucking talk about sex, you and I talk about sex. We're like, Oh, we're going to do this next time. We're going to do that. Like, Ooh, I thought about this too. Like have a conversation about the shit. Like, yeah. It, it, like I, uh, 
I don't know what more I could say about it. Like right. open communication with the person you're sleeping with, especially about how you like to be pleased or something that you want. Especially, yeah. Like, you know, you know me, I have a fucking friend who ended up divorced because he would hire hookers because he wanted to do something, one of these sexual things. That he didn't think or know whether or not his wife was comfortable with. He wasn't even, he wasn't comfortable telling her about it, Uh, that he had this, you know, this kink or whatever and ended up divorced because of it. Yeah. Um, Because he got caught, you know, with hookers. Yeah. And I didn't know, like I knew about his kink. I didn't know that his wife didn't know about the kink. And when I, uh, when they were getting divorced and he told me, I was like, like, dude, I've known that girl 10 years. You've been with her 10 years. You, she don't fucking wow. know you married her and you, you didn't tell her that. <laughs> Man. How you marry yeah. somebody, how are you going to marry somebody that, that you're either a too embarrassed to tell how to sexually please you correctly or B, you don't have the fucking balls to talk to them about it. Dude, like two big yeah. flags. You shouldn't have been marrying the motherfucker, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I'm huge on communication. I don't think that that is any secret. And secret. I think that that's a great place to start. I think watching the videos of how they touch themselves and please themselves, great place to start. I want. I do want to say, like, because it, it, all of this shit, you know, can pertain to you and I. May pertain to some, may not pertain to some. Yeah. But I can also tell you, like, when you have something in your ass, your orgasms seem to be far more intense. They definitely are quicker. Like, I don't think they're as long. Yeah, quicker to get me there, and they're more intense, but I don't feel like they're as long as when it's clitoral only. No. <laughs> All right, I can, a, think of, I can think of an exception. Well, I mean, that was the first time we did that, and that will be a regular occurrence at this point. So, because wanna, I don't think I've ever seen you come that hard. I don't think I've ever seen anyone come that hard in my life. You like, want to tell them about it? I mean, we can. Or no. We can totally talk about it, but it's not on your list. Are you okay with it? It is on the list. Women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Oh, look at you. I know. You want to talk about it? No, nah, you go for it. You got it. You've been hinting at it. Well, I will say, like, the anal hook, especially if it's any woman that enjoys, like, ass play. Yeah. Anal hook, I think, does fucking wonders for that. I agree. Um, God, I love that toy. I mean, the last the last time we used it, and we use it pretty regularly. You, it was on your birthday. So I we put were, myself, I put myself on the anal hook. I know. For us to play on Facetime. I know. The last time, you know, and we were banging out your birthday orgasms. Yeah. Like I had, I had her on the anal hook. She had a toy on her clit and she had my hand shoved up her and going at her fucking G spot. I have a fucking five minute plus video and only about the first 45 seconds. Are you not coming? 
and you did not <laughs> not only did you not stop coming like the last one you're bent yeah. over like kind of hunched over you're yeah. ruling uncontrollably it was obvious you couldn't control anything that was going on drool coming yeah. out of your mouth and after that orgasm you literally like grabbed me and you were like ah, I, I i didn't know i could do that like you, oh like, yeah you, i think we talked about this on the on the on the podcast right after that right or at least that very that line that part like, <laughs> i i literally felt like there was a possibility you might fall the fuck over i mean that's how I felt in that moment too. Like that's, how look, that's also how it looked. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that was probably one of the hardest orgasms I've ever like caused. Yeah. So. Recommendations on how other people can get to that point <laughs> with their partner. Try the same thing I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Get on an anal, anal hook. All right, fair. Put your favorite toy on your clit and have your partner get on his, like, squat down, get on his knees, whatever the fuck, and just go straight up into the fucking G-spot and go, go fucking hammer. <laughs> fair. I mean, I don't know. Like, me knowing that you having something in your ass intensifies your orgasm naturally makes me want to put things in your ass. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. one of those things about reading someone's body. I don't think we ever had a conversation about, do you know things in your ass? But I've been doing it for however long we've been sleeping together. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I don't think that necessarily like time played a factor in that. I think that it was just, you pay attention. You make a conscious effort oh, yeah. to watch me, watch, watch their face. Mm-hmm. Watch a man's face, watch a woman's face, like their noises. Their noises. But my thing is, is I feel like you can fake noises. So see, start to say, learn the fake ones compared to the real ones. I think that you can tell a difference. I think yeah, some of them There's I think like are very un- obvious. Yeah. But me personally, like I don't fuck with women that are gonna fake the- anything. Don't fake a goddamn thing with me. I don't want, if I can't get you off, if I can't get you off, I want to know I can't get you off. Because then we both know it's you, not me. (laughs) (laughs) But no, watch their face because they can't hide their, they can't, I don't think that you can, I don't think that you can hide their face or or your face or fake the faces like i don't i don't fake anything like my moans are fucking real my facial expressions are real yes yeah and i don't think i'm hard to read and i don't know you're you're not you're not you're hard to read either no all right that that took up as much time as i thought it would yeah i run a little over so let's try to like wind this down real quick no i know i know looking forward to talking about sexual primes in an upcoming podcast though yeah because i do think that parts of it relate to this and like there were parts where i was like oh segue but okay (laughs) well we can we can try to do that um on the next one because yeah that's another no worries guys it won't be forgotten it will make it into a lit it'll make it into a definitely make it an outline (laughs) (laughs) 
right. Okay. Punishment of the week? Punishment of the week. Because All that's right. next on the list. It is. Uh, my punishment of the week this week. I know what you're all thinking. Like, what toy is he about to push now? Nothing, bitch. <laughs> he pushes shit, bitch. Go get you a hairbrush. I like those horse brushes. You know, the big, wide, fucking wooden joints. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could smack a motherfucker upside the face with that shit and knock him out. That kind of hairbrush. First thing I did when I started fucking with you was go out and buy three different hairbrushes. Not one was for my hair. I remember. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you still use them to this day. And I fucking love it. Not on my hair, I don't. <laughs> um, the punishment, and this is a punishment that you can either do in person or you can do over FaceTime like you and I do from time to time. And that is... If it's over FaceTime, I I will make a woman spank her cunt with a hairbrush. And I'm not talking about like just a little tap. I mean, violently. And not very many women can do it, at least not to the level that gets me off. Uh, But the ones that can and do, like this gem right here, um, for me, it's it, it's an insane orgasm. Some of the times I'll make her get off beforehand. Some of the times I'll make her get off after the hand. Um, I'll also, like, I think, I don't know how many times we've done this. Possibly only once. I came across a video of it the other day, but mm-hmm. we did it in person where you yeah. you were beating yourself and I was finishing on you. I was, like, finishing on your pussy as you were spanking it. Mm-hmm. Um which was really hot for me. But I've also used it on you and then fucked you afterwards or whatever. Yeah. Um, It is definitely up there. Like, it's funny. Like, some of my most favorite sex toys aren't sex toys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They're not even sex toys. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, Adam and Eve does not sell hairbrushes. (laughs) 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 Anything you want to add to that? To the hairbrush. Um, no, just that if like there is a woman or a sub out there who is trying to please their dom by doing this punishment, um, like you can work yourself up to it type of thing. Like your first hit doesn't have to be, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be the one that, you know, no, it, usually it, it's a buildup. Yeah. It, it, it takes a, you get yourself into a mental space, get yourself into that space of I, I'm, I'm doing this for him. I'm doing this to please him. Um, and then I typically start with a few that are like softer to warm myself up, I feel they're like. still not soft. Okay, they're not soft, but they're softer. You know, I start, you know, trying to get myself there before I really get my full arm into it. Because tell, me, tell them exactly what you have to do that pushes me over the edge. Well, so when we start, I... I start by warming myself up, which is more for me than it is for him. 
until I get to a point where I'm able to like full on hit myself with the brush. And then I'll start doing slow hits and I'll like hit the inside of my thighs, hit my pussy. Um, but relatively slowly, like it's, it's getting it red. It's getting it swollen. Um, they sting, but I have time to recover in between. Um, and then when the punishment is almost over, but you still have the biggest part to achieve is when he's ready for basically like the, the grand finale, let's call it. (laughs) So accurate. The grand finale is harder and faster than I, I had been doing before. And I like, it's like extremely hard. Yeah. Just like back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. Hitting it. And then I'm done and I have, red welts all over my thighs and my pussy is the size of not an apple. That's the pussy pump, but <laughs> it's all swollen up and red. And sometimes, sometimes my, in, sometimes in some... my clit turns white from like pushing all the blood, the blood out, out of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you notice that ever or not, but no, but it makes sense. And sometimes it's a good pussy, punishment. Sometimes, sometimes you're I enjoy- wet afterwards. Yeah. I en- I enjoy it as punishments go, honestly. All right. Well, run you down to fucking Dollar General or CVS and get you a hairbrush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Let's see. All right. You ready for this toy review? Because we I, do have a toy to review. I brought, sure am. Brought to you by our favorite sponsor, Adam and Eve. Yeah. Because they are about to turn this toy review on its head for us. And it's something to look forward to. Yes. So let's hop to this one. All right. I, I, you, you start with this because I have some questions. Okay. So the toy that we are reviewing this week by Adam and Eve is the Master Series flame drippers candle set it's basically a sex candle set (laughs) that wasn't a very good description a wax dripping set but they burn like candles and they look like candles they do and they're supposed to be easier to clean up i i find that all wax is just just a mess well what do you find about these ones they they come off of things easier. They're designed, yeah. they're designed to be that way. Uh, but what I want to ask you is, because I, I use them on you, I've, you know, yeah. used them in a, a threesome or two. Yeah. But you also remember me ashing cigarettes on you while, uh, while bound or whatever, however you want to call it. Do they, is it a similar feeling? Is one more intense than the other? Huh. Interesting. Um, I actually don't find them all that comparable. I think that the I think that the ash. Well, first of all, the ash is hit or miss. Whether or not 
it gets that reaction. Whether or not you get a reaction. When you do get a reaction, I think that the initial is more intense yeah. and and like hotter, but it burns out quicker. Like it it's hot in a flash and then it's done yeah. type of thing with the ashing. Um, whereas the wax, A, it's consistent. You know like what you're going to be getting temperature wise every time. It's not like a, is this going to hurt or isn't it type of thing you can't. So there's that anticipation. And for me, it's less sharp. It's more of a, um, kind of like prolonged burn and tingle. And it, lasts longer and fades kind of fades over time yeah it fades slower as opposed to the ash is like there and gone right um but more intense yeah but more intense in that initial moment when it pinches it's like a pinch right Yeah. as opposed to the wax is kind of like a more dispersed burning tingle right i don't know if that's a very good description or not I know what both feel like, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to I, me, it makes sense. Yeah, I I like the anticipation aspect of the wax and the candles better because I know that I can count on it every time okay. as opposed to the ash. It's like hit or miss, hit or miss, whether or not I'm going to get that bite. Right. Okay. And I don't know. I like having the consistency and like knowing what I'm getting when it, when I'm getting it. Um, and I mean, I've used these candles like on all, all parts of your genitals. Yes. Asshole, yes. Totally safe. Vagina, all of it included. Yep. And um, non-scented, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I doubt for, they make them scented. I would, I would think they don't make them scented. Well, no, for any like sex specific candle, no. But I'm saying, okay, what what differentiates this from any candle you would buy in the store? Okay. You don't want some fucking bullshit that's scented. Yeah, and I, I I don't know exactly like what these candles are made out of, but I know these candles are made specifically for. I mean, obviously they're specific for sex, but uh, they're also made to like not. Uh, not cause messes like I, like as bad of a mess as I said before. Yeah. So they are like totally geared towards sex. And I don't think that putting like a candle that has perfume in it and like dropping that wax in or around your vagina. Like, I don't think that's probably very smart. I think that could probably cause a little, like some pH or whatever issues. Agree. Um, Agree. The link will be in the description below. <laughs> you can run on over to adamandeve.com. With the code, I'm sure they're literally next to nothing. And I think you get like a five pack. Um, yeah, they would be like $15 delivered. There you go. So, and they last. Like, they actually yeah. burn kind of fucking slow. Like, I have certain, I don't use them all the time, but I certainly have some that I've been using for years <laughs> because I just don't use them that often. But they do burn very slow. So that's cool. It's not like you're going to go spend that money and it's going to be gone in like a night of fucking. 
unless you're oh, yeah, no. really into wax and candles. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add to that? No, no, I think you covered it. All right. This is probably the longest podcast I've ever done. So uh, we're going to get out of here now. We will be back with episode 73 here shortly. Uh, we do have some guests coming on in the next several episodes or so. So that should be very fun and interesting. Um, but until then, we'll see you next time. Remember, always say this line so this chick cringes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> always be a good girl for daddy. Bye. <laughs>